Well, good morning to you. Glad that you're here this morning. This is Danny Smith, your Bible teacher for DK Ministries. And this is Proclaiming the Word podcast uh, presented by DK Ministries. Listen, if you have time and if you can get to it, I don't care what fashion, what form, <laughs> what type. Uh, it could be scroll, it could be electronic, it could be leather bound, it could be hardback, whatever it is. If you can get to your copy of God's Word, turn with me to the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 18. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 18. Now for those of you that were with us at Taylor Creek Baptist Church Sunday, this will be a reminder of some of the things that we talked about Sunday morning. For those who weren't with us and who, who don't have a church home, who live anywhere near uh, the Sixth Ward <laughs> or the Kentwood area, uh, I always had to laugh because uh, people just talk about Sixth Ward. And if you're not from there, you have no clue why I'm laughing or no clue why they say that. But anyway, it doesn't matter. <laughs> inside joke. Uh, we're glad to be there. Wonderful people there. Enjoying our time there with them as they're in on pastor. Uh, so wonderful people. They've had great leadership before. And um, <laughs> I'm not exactly sure why he asked me to come. <laughs> anyway, 1 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 18. Uh, we are doing a study of the book of 1 Corinthians in at Taylor Creek where services begin at 10.30 on Sunday morning. Come join us if you're anywhere near and don't have a church home or aren't going to church anywhere. And we finished that first chapter this Sunday and we finished it with a word on the cross. In fact, we did our first children's moment with our children at Taylor Creek trying to get those coming. If you have children, bring your children. We'd love to see them. And we focused on uh, Matthew, and no, excuse me, First Corinthians chapter one, verse eighteen, on uh, what Paul said. Now, by time, I think I've said everything I need to say, and you should have your copy of God's Word if you're going to get it. I'm going to give you another thing or two, just give you another moment or two to make sure you have your copy of God's Word open. First Corinthians chapter one, verse eighteen. Uh, this is, as I said, DK Ministries Podcast, Proclaiming the Word. I am Danny Smith, your Bible teacher. You see, you've already told us that, but what I didn't tell you was how to get a hold of us. You can get a hold of us on the Facebook, as my friend says. <laughs> and uh, look us up, DK Ministries. Be glad to have there. You look up my personal uh, uh, Facebook page, too, Danny Smith. Uh, both of there's videos and uh, copies of the podcast and everything. We record these podcasts on Anchor. We'd love for you to... Uh, to go listen to them. We have a library there. You can listen. I understand that uh, the library is available on uh, many other podcast sites. And uh, so if you listen to another place where they do podcasts, I hope that you'll listen. Uh, ours isn't quite as fancy as some. <laughs> it doesn't have a lot of the stuff to some, uh, but hopefully we have some teaching, some revelations, and some truth uh, from the Word of God. And when I say revelations, I don't mean anything new. I'm not about unveiling anything new. I'm just talking about things that I perhaps we've forgotten have been covered over. Okay, so 1 Corinthians 1, verse 18. You should be there. One other way to contact us, by the way, is, on, is not only on the Facebook that you can do it, uh, but you can email us as dspreacherman at gmail.com, all our case. dspreacherman gmail.com, all our case. Okay, for the message of the cross, this is what Paul said, for the message of the cross is foolishness uh, to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. And as I was explaining to the children at Taylor Creek a Sunday morning, hoping to and hoping to uh, hoping uh, to explain to the folks, remind the folks there uh, after that the, the the importance of the message of the cross is well, this is the one thing that's life changing. Uh, last week I was listening to uh, people talk about life changing things, and really, to be honest with you, it wasn't that uh, people were just hey, here's what you know these things change your life, but in commercials or comments or headlines it was life-changing things and there was a long list of things that people gave credit 
too for changing their life or helping them change their life. And, and those things were good. They were interesting. They were fine. However, they missed the point of what you and I need to know. You and I need to understand the one eternally life-changing thing is the message of the cross, and that's the cross of Jesus Christ. And, of course, what Jesus did there, the cross, there's a song, uh, I don't. I can tell you, and I'm certainly not going to sing it, the cross made the difference. And it does, and it, still, it did, and it does, and it will always make the difference. And I hope that you have uh, come to faith in Christ. I hope that you understand the importance of the cross. Uh, now, for those of us who come to faith, there's some challenges that we have. Uh, when it comes to the message of the cross. And especially at this time in this world, those challenges are perhaps more real than ever, more pressing than ever, more, ooh, yeah, I, I don't even know. Uh, there's so many things you could say. And so let me give you three or four things Number to to think about when it comes to this message of the cross, the one that we found in, the, in, in God's Word, uh, because there's so many so much pressure on it today and so many people coming against it today that we have to be reminded number one don't change it uh, I, listen this happens in so many ways so many fashions uh, there's this pressure to, to change the message of the cross you know uh, if god were to speak today he would say this we you know that or similar things are said questioning what god has said uh, indicating that we know better what God would want to say. It, it, well, it just goes on and on. And many people have changed that message. And, and listen, I'm not, I'm not here to attack any, any particular group or, or anything else, but I'm just telling you, when you change the message of the cross to fit you know, the changing winds of the world, you have messed up, okay? Don't change it. And listen, if you get, find yourself in a church and, and, and the preachers and the teachers and the leaders and all this, whoever they are, uh, you find them changing the message across. Find another church. You say, Brother Danny, I like that. Why you want to listen? It's one thing to like people, love people. That's great. That's wonderful, terrific. In fact, we ought to do both of those things. But don't stay in a place that doesn't preach the truth of God. And if they change the message across, not preach the truth of God. Now you say, Brother Danny, what about preachers who have gotten away from preaching on the cross or preaching the truth of the cross or have delved into focusing on their pet peeves or their their pet concerns or whatever it is. Well, here's what I'll say. Be very, very careful there. When people prioritize other things, and, and, and this, is a, this is a problem that, that a lot of preachers are having today. And when I say a lot of preachers, let's circle every preacher I know, including the ones that is sitting here talking to you today. There's so many things going on that is anti what the Bible teaches that it's easy to, to, to pick something and, 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 and hammer on it and hammer on it and hammer on it. Be careful there because soon that becomes your main focus. That becomes your main thing. And that is not to be our main thing. Our main thing is to be preaching Jesus. And, and if we preach Jesus, we have to focus on the message of the cross. They are they are tied together at the help, as the old saying goes. So don't change that message. Make sure that, number one, number two, uh, let me remind you what Paul said. For the message, uh, for the message of the cross is foolish to those who are perishing. Uh, but those who, who be unsaved is the power of God. So don't change it, but don't water it down. Now, there are some people who still will allude to point two, talk about mm, trying to make you think they're focused on the message of the cross, but they have watered it down where it doesn't mean uh, what it, you know, what it, well, what, Je what it meant when Jesus died on it, what, Je what it meant when, when Jesus, you know, went to it. Uh, just don't water the message of the cross down. It, yes, it was a place where the Son of God, where Jesus Christ is sacrificed for our sins, and he had to pay that price for our sins to be forgiven. Don't water that message down. 
Uh, some people today are making that mistake. I'm just telling you, it's a grave mistake. It's an eternal mistake for some people to believe that the message isn't quite what the Bible delivered, or we can, you know, we can weaken it or water it down. Don't don't do that. I, I, you often hear this when people say, "Well, I know the Bible says," or "I I I know that I know that God is," you know, that, that a lot of people have said that God has said, uh, but I think this. Listen, <laughs> get mad if you want, get offended if you will. <laughs> Your thoughts don't get anybody to heaven, and neither do mine. Okay, I come to grips that a long time ago. In fact, uh, this coming Sunday, we're going to be be preaching in in Taylor Creek Baptist Church in 1 Corinthians chapter 2. And we're going to learn some things about Paul and his personality and what he understood and what he knew. And you say, oh, what is that? Well, he knew that it's all about Jesus and not about him. Now, Paul was a great man. He did great things. You know, we, we admire, respect him and all those things. Uh, as an apostle and everything else, but it wasn't about him. It was about Jesus. And when we make it about other things, we have watered it down. In this world right now, I'm just telling you, uh, we are making it about other things and not about Christ, and that is a mistake. So don't change it. Don't water it down. Don't compromise it. <sighs> the voice of compromise. Oh, the world is telling us this, and, and you know, it's okay. Let's just, uh, I think it fits here. And I, I think it gives us a better understanding or sheds light, perhaps, on what God really intended. No, 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 no. The world never sheds light on what God meant. Uh, the world lives in darkness and loves darkness and, and would rather have the darkness uh, of spiritual wondering. Uh, and so, so don't, don't compromise it, whatever it is. Listen. I know sometimes some of the things you find are hard and difficult and, you know, so they correct you or you have to change the word, you know, whatever. But listen, it is better to change our life because we should realize in God's eyes we are never going to change the world. And these people who are trying to change the world and are telling you they have changed the world and all these other things, they're wrong, they're lying. And, and, in, and in the end, that believing, that thought, acceptance of that way is going to get you in trouble. So don't change it. Don't water it down. Don't compromise it. And it comes to the message of the cross. Don't mix it with others. Uh, there are other teachings. I, I hear I hear this all the time. Oh, you know, uh, this this religion or that religion has has um, you know a point here or a point there. And, you know, all religions get us heaven. No, they don't. Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and life. And the man comes to the Father but me. Uh, you, you can't mix Christianity and other religions. Oh, people are trying it and people are, you think they're doing it, but you can't do it because it's so different. It's so unique and it, it just stands alone. Uh, it is not like other religions, no matter what celebrity tells you that there are many roads to heaven. There's one way to heaven and his name is Jesus Christ. Okay. And so these things about the message, well, you say, well, Danny, okay, okay. Your argument's good. Your discussion's good. Your debate's welcome or whatever. But what puts us in the place where we can come to the cross and stay close to, to Jesus, connected to Jesus? Why is it that uh, we, we can find our way to Christ and stay with Christ? Well, that all has to do with God's power. That didn't have to do with our ability. It has to do with God's power. You say, well, what does God's power do for us? Well, God's power puts us where Satan can't touch us. Now you say, well, oh man, how's that work? I don't know. He's God. He does it. I, I can't explain to you, but he does it. Uh, in fact, here's what I'm going to tell you, my brother, sister, and Lord. Here's what I'm going to tell you, fellow believer, however you want to say it, uh, old, way, uh, you know, old, old, uh, old school ways of talking and referring to one another, I suppose. Here's what I'm going to tell you. If you have faith in Christ, 
The only power Satan has in your life is the power you give him. Oh, that doesn't mean he won't come, you know, throwing the rocks or whatever, and, you know, pulling on the shirt, whatever it is, okay? Shirt tail, strings, whatever, just trying to do everything to distract you, discourage you, and defeat you. But you have to give in to him because God, he can't really put his hands on it. He can't really touch you. Oh, but Brother Danny, he comes against me all the time. Well, of course he does. He came against Jesus. He'll come against you. And listen, this isn't on spiritual warfare. This is about those other things and those discussions. So that's not what we're talking about today. So just let me make a blanket statement and don't try to build a theology out of it. Satan will perhaps leave you for a season, but he'll come back. He came back against Christ. He'll come back against you. But the power that he has in your life is only the power you give to him. Uh, if you give him, you know, if you give him your ear, if you give him a voice in your life, he'll take it. But it's only because you gave it to him. If you stand in the power of Christ, if you stand in the, you know, the shadow of the cross, I guess you could say, or, or as a lot of preachers used to hear, don't hear it much anymore, hide me behind the cross, whatever it is. That's the message. That's the victory. And, and, God, and God puts us there. And if we stay there and, and stay in there, and then, uh, Satan can't touch us. Uh, we, you know, it's like we take our protection off and we step out, step in the world. It's just the way it is. God's power openly calls us to be where we never thought we could be. I don't know where you've gone in your life. I don't know what you've done. Um, but most of us who have followed Christ, and, and most of us who have followed Christ with an awareness that we're following Christ, let me say it that way, and an excitement about it, we realize that we have gone places, done things, seen things, whatever, that we've never done without Him. Uh, and this isn't, hey, you know, this isn't um, what some people would make it. It's just fact. If you walk with the Lord long enough, you're going to see some great, wonderful things. You're going to see his hand move. And you just wouldn't see that if you weren't working with him. Oh, no, Brother Danny. Right, listen, okay. I don't, you know, <laughs> say what you want. Think what you will. It's okay. <laughs> but I'm telling you, God's power puts us where Satan can't touch us. And it openly causes us to be what we never thought we could be. Um, sometimes when people have been preaching a while, you, you get the feeling that they've always been preaching. I heard a story the other day. Uh, uh, of a guy who got saved at the Billy Graham revival. Not a crusade, but a revival. Uh, it was in the early days of Billy Graham when he was, quote-unquote, <laughs> just an evangelist. <laughs> you know, he got to be, well, he got to be the world's most foreknown evangelist. I mean, a well-known evangelist. And preached to more people than anybody had ever preached to. I, I, you know, I don't know if they still measure that and still be measured, whatever, but he told the story of being in, and he named the organization that had put on the event, and it just escapes me right now, so I'm not going to try to uh, try to call it. He heard he heard Brother Graham preach. He came to Christ, and in all those years, and this man became a preacher and did some pretty significant things as well. But he talked to, as he talked about, he talked about two things that stood out in my mind about that night when he heard Brother Graham preach and Jesus knocked on the door of his heart and he got saved. Well, number one was the humble beginning of Billy Graham, and number two was his own humble beginning. Oh, he didn't, you know, he wouldn't, you know, pound in the pulpit about that, but it was just clear as he talked. Billy Graham was a man preaching God's Word, and that's all he was that night. He wasn't a well-known worldwide evangelist, but he was somebody who opened up the Bible and would say things like the Bible says, and he hit home with him, and he gave his heart to Jesus, and, well, God used him in a mighty way. God openly called him to be what he never thought he could be. That's what God does. That's what the power of God does. Uh, God's power puts us where Satan can't touch us. God's power openly calls us to be what we never thought we could be. God's power welcomes us into the presence of Jesus. I, I, I don't know. Maybe you haven't been there in a while. I love going into the presence of Christ. Kathy and I the other day, 
Uh, you know, there are things that brings you in the presence of Christ. And for us, sometimes it's music. And the other day after church, on the way home from church, we have a pretty decent ride. We did something we haven't done in a while. I've been in the car as much as we have. Sometimes we, uh, well, we listen to music, listen to music, listen to songs. We take a little break because we've heard them over and over. Uh, but we've not done that in a while. And so uh, for the last 30 minutes of the ride or so, we just listened to a song. I'm telling you, it was just awesome. The presence got to feel the place. That day we had preached on the message of the cross. It was fresh on our mind. We were thinking about it. And, and, and God's power just was, it, well, we were still feeling it on the way home. And then, gosh, we were into God's presence in that car. It was awesome. <laughs> Oof. God's power puts us where Satan can't touch us. God's power openly calls us to be where we never thought we could be. God's power welcomes us into Jesus' presence. God's power equips us to overcome. You know, the Bible talks about overcoming by the blood of the Lamb. I know there are sermons developed and teachings that are delivered about strategies and ways to overcome. And, and I'm not saying those things aren't good. I'm not saying they're not needed. And I'm not saying I haven't applied them in my life. Well, here's what I am saying. No matter the strategy or the plan or the procedure, the ability to overcome comes from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ through the message of the cross. Uh, because it's the cross that made the difference, okay? And so when God's power is flowing through our veins because of the message we have received through the cross that is not foolishness to us, but is the wisdom of God, and we don't have time to talk about that today, which we did, well, we become equipped to overcome whatever tries to come against us. And then finally, God's power uh, puts us where Satan can't touch us. It openly calls us to be what we never thought we could be, welcomes us into the Jesus' presence, oh, equips us to overcome, and then finally, it restores within us what we have ruined. We live in a fallen world, and there are a lot of things here that, quite frankly, unless we have some kind of really move of God, really revival and restoration and renewal in the world, they're never going to be restored. Uh, many of those things, I think, are being lost. But within, when we come to Christ, there's a restoration. There is a peace, and there is a power, and there is a presence, and it's wonderful, and it's awesome, and it all depends on God's power. So today... We have, for a short time maybe, don't worry about that in the background, it's no big deal. Uh, we have today talked about the message of the cross. For the message of the cross is foolish to those who are perishing. And so if this is foolish to you, just think about what that means about you. But to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. Well, two things have happened today. Well, maybe three. Number one, we've talked about the message of the cross, about how we, you know, uh, how we should not. Uh, Change it, water it down, compromise it, or mix it with other messages. And then we talked about where God's power puts us. A third thing that has happened is that God has redirected where I wanted to be this morning and focused on those things of God's power. I really had meant to talk to you mostly, almost entirely, in fact, to be honest with you, totally about uh, those things about the cross, the message of the cross, about not watering it down, not compromising it, not changing, all those things, not mixing it. But then in the middle of that, God just steered me to remind you about his power. Oh, I preached on a little bit of that Sunday morning, not near like I did right here. Because the power of God does something else I didn't, I didn't say. He guides us to where we need to be. If we'll follow him, <laughs> we will arrive. There was a movie some years ago. Many of you know about it and heard it and watched it maybe. If you build it, they will come. Well, here's what I'll say. If we follow him, we will arrive. We'll arrive at his presence and his peace 
and the understanding we need. Hey, listen, this has been DK Ministries Proclaiming the Word Podcast. We are so glad that you have taken the time to listen today. I hope that you'll tell a friend. I hope that you will uh, check out uh, the site and, uh, and anchors where we record it, but you can find other places looking and listening to not only this podcast, but other podcasts we have there. There are numbers of them. Uh, we've been doing this over a year now, and uh, well, we've had a number of people that have listened and have played them, but we sure appreciate you doing that. We appreciate you sharing the word. And right about now is where a lot of people give you that little hook. You know, send us this, send us that. Here's what I'm going to ask you to send us, your prayers. We're not, we're not asking for your money. We're asking for your prayers. Pray that God would open doors for us to continue to share these podcasts, that he would grow our audience, continue to share our podcasts. Uh, we have said this before a lot in the past. We haven't said it in a while. Our goal here is not to sell you something, but to give you something. We call it, uh, in a book that I've been working on for quite a while now, Book of Devotionals, A Thought for the Day. And our, our goal is every day to give you something to think about when we make a podcast. I hope today we've actually given you two things, the message of the cross and the power of God. And I hope you think about those things. This has been Danny Smith, your Bible teacher for DK Ministries. You can contact us at dspreacherman.gmail.com, all lowercase, or on the Facebook at DK Ministries, or look up my personal Facebook page, Danny Smith. Let us know what you think. Let us know your prayer requests, whether you want them printed or not. Uh, we'll print those on our Facebook page. It can be printed. We update our prayer list every time we get a new one, and a new request that can be printed. Or we just take those personal and say, hey, don't, don't publish it. We just pray about those. So whatever it is you'd like and whatever it is you need, whatever we can do for you, uh, let us know. And like I said, I hope, this is Tuesday where I'll record this. Uh, I hope, uh, by the way, it's Tuesday, October 19th, if you're wondering. I hope that you are making plans to attend worship Sunday. If you don't have a place to worship, come visit with us at Taylor Creek Baptist Church where I serve as interim pastor. We'd love to see you. Say, why are you interim and not real pastor? <laughs> well, I was real pastor for a while, but I retired. And uh, and now I do this. And, and uh, I love this. These are so wonderful people we're serving with. Uh, this is our second interim. We served at South Pacoma Baptist Church for 18 months. Man, what a great what a great group of folks those were and are. Pray for them as they continue to follow God's will. And, and uh, we'll be praying for you is uh, you listen to us. God bless you. I hope that you listen again. Hey, tell people, especially if you like it. If you don't like it, just let us know. Don't tell them. <laughs> God bless you. Hey, we'll see you next time.